I am very excited to introduce today's guest on O oh Oscar. He is an Emmy-nominated journalist. He is currently the senior culture and events editor at Variety. He covers all the red carpets from the Oscars to the Emmys to the Met Gala. He is currently a resident of L.A. He's also been a correspondent on E! News. I mean, the list goes on and on. I'm so excited <laughs> to introduce today's guest. Please put those hands together mm. virtually for Mark Malkin. Oh, my God. Hi. <laughs> How was that? That was really good. That was really, really good. I was getting Barbara. I'm getting a little Barbara Streisand. You, you know, know what? I it's either that or who is the woman who Or Carol did, Channing? <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Sorry. No, who is the woman? What's, what's Leah the, Michelle? No, who is the woman who was uh who always like, Ethel Merman? That's what I a, a lot you of You know what? You're Ethel Streisand. Yeah. That's my that is my drag name. I am Ethel Streisand. That's a loud drag queen. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, thank you so Whoa, much. This I just want... started gay right away. Oh, we honey, Ethel getting... Merman, it's going to get gayer and gayer and gayer. So <laughs> I would like everybody to know that Mark came into town just to do my podcast. <laughs> However, the rest of the world knows that he came in to cover the Met Gala. So, <laughs> Mark, thank you so much for taking the time to journey to New York no, to do my podcast. I, you know, I was like, listen, I'm doing Oscars podcast. I might as well cover the Met Gala while I'm there. I mean, you know what? <laughs> Throw it on the list to do. Right. You know, I'll do a little shopping at Whole Foods and then we'll cover the Met Gala. You know, in the meantime, speaking of the Met Gala. Mm-hmm. Can I just tell you something about award shows? And I've watched you do red carpet, and I I love the way you do it because it's just a very natural way of interacting with the celebrities without making it very awkward. Like so many award show uh, red carpet journalists do. And I got to tell, but I will say this. I do miss a good Joan Rivers. Listen, we all miss Joan Rivers, you know, and it's just, and I think about that every once in a while, could there be a Joan Rivers now? And I, it's, you know, Bianca Del Rio, okay? Yeah. So I had never seen Bianca, like, do her full comedy. Like, I knew her from Drag Race, blah, 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 blah. Right. They have the Queer Tea Awards out in L.A. Right. She was the host, and I was like, oh, my God, it's Joan I mean, it's, right. it's that humor. And I was like, there were people at the Queer Teas who were like, I can't believe what she's saying. Oh, like, yeah. if the gays can't believe what she's saying, could you imagine if you had that on a carpet now? It just would but be. But the thing is, though, is that, is this the new gays or the older gays, Mark? Because I've done comedy for, mm-hmm. I've done comedy for a while, and I've done shows with older gays, and they love everything. Yeah, oh, oh for they sure. They love the, it all. The new generation. It, yeah, it's, it's the re- new generation. It's a new generation. It's, you know... Um, Times are different now. How do you, but that's the thing though. It's like, how do you bridge the, not you, but how do we as a community bridge that gap? Because let me tell you something. I remember I went to go see Joan probably three years after 9-11. I saw her like a week after 9-11. Yeah. And And she was making, she was making jokes. 9-11 jokes. And the gays, of course, were like, oh, how dare... I mean, thank God it was dark because you right. didn't want to see who else laughed at this. Right, it was in the Time Cafe. Right, right. yes. Yeah. But it was one of those things that it's like, 
you know, she pushed those boundaries and gays were okay with that. Gays, I've always felt like, are very okay with politically incorrect humor. It's the yeah. newer generation that is harder to and break I, that I do think, barrier I do think humor. that will even out. You think so? I think so. I think because, listen... Art, whether it's comedy, whether it's visual art, whether it's Broadway, whether whatever, it's about pushing boundaries. It's about thinking outside the box. So you can't, for lack of a better term, just sanitize everything. Right. Because then it all just is the same. Right. So um, I do think we'll always have that offense of art. Yeah. You know, and when you think about it, now we'll have that offense of art. It will be a certain community. It'll be a certain kind of gay who appreciates it just like back in the day when yeah. Joan would do it and she wouldn't do it in a mainstream way. Remember, Joan didn't just start off no. as fashion police. She was no. doing these dive bars right. where her comedy, and by the way, her darkest, darkest, darkest not the right word, but her most um, off-color comedy, she didn't do that on fashion police. I'm blowing out your mic around. No, it's okay. Right. Um she didn't do that on Fashion Police. She was she could make fun of the way someone looks, so on and so forth. But like her hardest, her like really sort of Deepest. oh my god, right? That was always safe for the clubs. Going back to the Met Gala, I was watching it, and you know, I'm 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 torn because like I have a few notes myself, if I may, Go. Mark. Okay, Go first of all, we're going to start well out with the positive. Okay, Dua Lipa in Chanel was gorgeous. Did the black dress Did you see with the, the Tiffany thing. Yes, she came over to me. I'm like, what is that? It yeah. literally was like. If they were going to do a sequel to the Titanic, right. it could have been that diamond. Yeah, the black with the silver Beautiful. in the front. Gorgeous. Vintage. Right. Bad Bunny. Oh, I okay, love that so outfit. So Bad Bunny. Oh, see, see, then I'm just going to give you my Met story. So Bad Bunny, I mean... He's oh, a lot. He's so beautiful. Yeah. So I'm screaming. I want to get his attention. <laughs> No I'm wonder you don't have a voice. I'm screaming, Mr. Bunny, Mr. I'm like, isn't Mr. Bunny? Do I? You don't call bad. Come here, bad. Like, I'm screaming, Mr. Bunny. Okay, and he's looking at me. I'm like, come on, come talk to me, Mr. Bunny. And he gave me this look. He's just like this, like the gayest, shadiest, like in a fun way. He knew what he was doing. By the end of it, we were married. It was yeah, amazing. of course. Yeah, he looked. Gorgeous, and I just love the look he gave. He right? was absolutely like just. I mean, he is every probably now gay man's dream. Gay man, women, yeah, anyone. Uh, Madeline Klein, Stella McCartney looked gorgeous. I love yes. that. Yeah, yeah, very good. Uh, and then uh, who else? Oh, Jennifer Lopez. Okay, so Ralph Lauren. Jen, I, uh, I'm not a big fan of her, but I love that outfit on her. I love Jennifer. She knows I love her. Yeah. That Ralph Lauren on her was per fucking fiction. Yeah, she looked stunning. I literally was like, Jennifer, she's coming up the carpet. She's not. So what happens at the Met Gallery, you have to understand, that's different than Every other red carpet that I cover, oh, yeah. no publicists are allowed with their clients. Right. So when if you're on a regular red carpet, a publicist could be like, okay, you could go talk to Mark or not talk right. to Mark. Pushes, put, they push people right. to where they so think. So most you know, of the celebs right. are given the direction by their publicist at the Met Gala, don't talk to the press. Right. Don't talk to the press. 
Jennifer, Jennifer. Everyone's screaming, and she's just walking, and she has like this long yeah. Ralph Lauren thing, and I just went, Mrs. Affleck! <laughs> and she looked at me and came over. And just, she looks exactly the way she looked when I covered her 25 years ago. Yeah, she doesn't that age. She does, she's drinking she, baby's blood. Yeah, she's doing something. There's Ick. something in Hollywood. And, but that look on her was, I agree. Yeah. Anne Hathaway in Versace. In Versace. Stunning. I love the she, hair. The big hair. The you big like the hair. hair? Oh, I love a big hair. The hair was pretty Kiki cool. Kiki Palmer had really big hair too. Yeah. I no, love... Anne Hathaway looked really good. And then she had that vintage piece of, uh, what was it? The vintage Versace. Versace. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In her hair. She was with Donatella. Donatella was coming down the carpet in yeah. pink. <laughs> Donatella. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I just left your speechless. <laughs> Donna. Well, I will say Donna, Donna though, Tella. recently yes. in LA, she was there for her Versace show, which was one of the most incredible experiences in LA that yes. I've ever seen. And the day before, she went and visited the LGBT center in Los Angeles and did a talk with the kids there. You know, and that's, a, that's, that's the amazing. things you don't see. No. That's yeah. the things you don't see. And to see her sitting there with these you know, young fashion students and homeless kids. Yeah. And um, it was a pretty, it was, it was a pretty amazing day. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like the homeless and not toothless foundation from the real housewives. <laughs> Donatella is not a real housewife. <laughs> but you did see that. You know, every time I think of that, I think of the homeless, not toothless <laughs> organization <laughs> You're gonna get me in trouble. It's okay, Mark. Don't worry. We've got about you know we've got some listeners. Most of them are you know in Nigeria. Uh, okay, oh, they send me direct messages on Instagram. <laughs> Your uncle has died. Uh, all right, so now I gotta go into the what's so the fuck. Okay, okay, Kim Kardashian. I loved it. Really? No, I, I thought she it. looked like the clearance rack at Hobby Lobby. I'm sorry. What is that? I love that she looked good. I'm telling you in person it looked good. I get it. She was wearing, you know, one of her girdles yeah. and some and pearls. Right. I loved it. The silhouette was great. She was in a good mood. You know what? Here's the thing. I'm a sucker. You can't say I, No, 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 no. <laughs> no, I could say what I could say stuff. First right. of all, I've known Kim f- for many years because yeah. obviously I was at E. I'm a sucker because there's only one reporter she spoke to at the Met Gala, and guess who it was? It was you. It was me, so. All right, you know. all right. Okay, <laughs> Jenny uh, Jenny Ortega. <gasps> How do you not like that Tom I'm sorry, Brown? but she looked like a series of unfortunate events. <laughs> what she looked Tom Brown, anything Tom Brown Okay, does, I'm not saying the best other. I remember I'm years ago. I'm not saying years the other ago, celebrities. Years ago, literally, Tom Brown did not oh, look amazing. I loved it. She just, that was not the one I thought she would have looked good in. Uh, oh, keep all right. Going. All right. You're Listen, really? I won you over with the beginning of this segment. You, you did. You okay. did. Now you're losing. Uh, I'm leaving. <laughs> can I, okay, so I'm going to ask uh, your, uh, I want to ask your thoughts on Pedro Pascal. The red outfit. He had nice legs. He had nice legs. Those are nice legs. That's all you have to say about that. About that. No, no. Pedro Pedro is a unicorn. Yeah. And he was coming down the car. I'm like giving you everything Mm -hmm. I do with you. Pedro, he's not talking to anyone. I'm like, just show me your leg. And he like flashes me his little 
flag. And I was like, cute. <laughs> you like, thank you. Yeah. I'll see you <laughs> later. You see you later. See you later. Shorts. Oh my God, you're so cute. I love every, you. Every, uh, you know what I like about Pedro? I don't like everything he wears. There's sometimes there are outfits. I'm like, right. girl, who is right. dressing you? What? But he's pushing the envelope and he's not. You yeah. Know. And you know what? I will say the red was. For an Carl. Interesting Carl choice. loved the red. Yes. Carl loved the red. So right. it was. Right. Okay. Uh, two more. Okay. Kendall Jenner. She was going to play basketball. Uh, I she literally was. Eight feet tall. I was literally like, she looks <laughs> like she took the drapes from Liberace's mansion. Like, I, all what? I kept screaming was like, how tall are you? <laughs> how tall are you? She. She looked like something from Avatar. If it yeah. was blue, she'd be like an Avatar. Yeah, she looked like she just walked yeah. through something and just collected it <laughs> as she walked. Tall enough to, to take run. whatever she wanted. And then the last one, okay. I got to ask you, um, Lil Nas X. Meow. No. Meow. That's Doja Cat. No. No. So... He was a cat also. He was a silver oh, cat. Oh, he was a silver cat. And it was cat. for Carl Lagerfeld's uh, Choupette, Carl's cat. That was a big theme. That's why Jared Leto was dressing a Okay, that was brilliant. Costume. It was genius. We that was brilliant. And Lil Nas X, I was like, Lil Nas, come here, come here. And I've talked to him. He comes up to me. I'm like, tell me about your outfit. He just goes, meow. And ran away. Scampered away. Same like thing that Doja Cat did. Yeah. yeah it was Same a, thing. It was very kitty. Kidding. Meow. But the outfit, though. I feel like, like my friend said to me last night. He's like, I didn't like his silver panties. Yeah, I could have thought something different. It was, it was costume. The thing why it really stuck out is because this year wasn't as costumey as it has been in the past. In the past, you, you know, there have been Met Galas where I'm like, is it the Met Gala or is it a Halloween parade? <laughs> um, <laughs> like two years ago. Yeah, right. yeah. So this year was, you know, it was Karl Lagerfeld. So it's like. What do you, you know? You can't go too costume unless you come as Carl. Like, who threw me off was Jessica Chastain. I don't know if you saw Jessica Chastain. I would think I she remember. She was in a long blonde wig. No one recognized her, and she was in sunglasses. Literally, the photographers were like, Who are you? <laughs> and Jessica was like, No one knew who I was. I was like, Great. Margot Robbie. I love her. She, she was gorgeous, but it wasn't anything like stunning. We've seen yeah. You know, it's like she couldn't have gone to the Oscars and that. Yeah. And that's fine. A lot of them I were like that. I thought she'd wear Chanel pink for Barbie. Oh, yeah. Nicole Kidman, the outfit from for, 2000. Yes. Oh, my God. That she wore already. So she looked the fact incredible. That she still fits in that. Yeah, I don't think she's ever gained weight ever. She's never. Ever. I wonder what her diet is. I'm a thinking, like a friend of mine who used to work in fashion told mm-hmm. me that a lot of it is cucumbers and hot sauce. Or uh, cotton balls. Cause what? It, cotton balls, because it makes you feel full. You don't want to eat. What? I'm not saying Nicole Kidman does that, but that's what I've heard that models have done. Eat cotton balls? Yeah. And it, it gives you a feeling of being full. How do you? I don't think it's like, I don't think you're sitting there eating it like popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> But you eat a few cotton balls, and it like I guess it tricks your body. Cotton balls. Cotton balls. How do you? <laughs> he's what? To, he's going to CVS after this. He's like, oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Just let me go on my Amazon Prime right now. <laughs> I've got. Oh my god! We got the same shoes on. Oh and my god! Pajamas. I love that. Okay. okay, sorry. I know, but I listen. And here's the thing. I I always I can't. I have no. 
like I know where to say anything about fashion. Like my yes, aste- no, you, my yes, aesthetic is no. the mannequins at TJ Maxx. But by the way, that is who. But by the that way, you have every me. right to say because you have some kind of reaction to it, and that's what yeah. fashion is about. Yeah. So whether you're a TJ Maxx queen or you're a Chanel queen, you're you're entitled to. Your, don't ever downplay your opinion. You don't yeah. have that. Uh, so Mark, you are currently residing in LA. I am. And so now you do a lot of traveling, obviously. But uh, you know, uh, there's some things that I would love to know, and the audience lo- would love to know. So we're gonna start with doing a, a fun segment called Two Truths and a oh, Lie. So, so I've been losing sleep over this Oscar. What? You have not. Yes, Please. I have. You, you know, have I'm not. Like, I'm like, how do I trick him? And I'm like, he's going to go in the internet. He's going to find things out about. No, I, I've got, I got it. <clears throat> All yeah. right. So, so t- two truths Mar- and a lie. Two truths and a lie. Yes. Okay. Okay, go. Um, I was a nationally ranked swimmer in high school. Okay. Um, I once interviewed Barbara Streisand in bed. Okay. And I was in the Devil Wears Prada movie. Ooh, I am going to say the lie is you've interviewed Barbara Streisand in bed. Nope, that's the truth. Is it really? Well, (laughs) she was in bed. (laughs) You were what? You were looking through the window? Like, no, it was a podcast. Oh, was it really? It was audio. And um, it was like three in the afternoon. It was, I think it was during COVID. We were still in COVID. You know, I'm working for Variety. It's different, obviously, than the news. I'm like, I want a Barbara Streisand podcast. I want her on my podcast. I want her on my podcast. I'm working, I'm working. She's coming out with that new album. It was called like New Duets or something. And they're like, okay, you can have 10 minutes with her. I'm like, not for a podcast. I need more than 10 minutes, you know, for a podcast. I I need at least 20. Yeah. They're like, okay. So I call her up on same me- mechanisms you have but it was, right. it was zoom audio she wouldn't go on camera and we started uh, this is back to tr- truth and lie and I'm like where are you Barbara right now she's like I'm in bed I'm like it's three in the afternoon <laughs> it's also Barbara Streisand right. and I literally said to her, are you wearing a nightgown she's like yeah I'm still in my nightgown and I'm like I'm talking to Barbara Streisand she's wearing her nighty. I don't understand what is my life right now <laughs> and it was amazing then we ended up on the phone for like 30 minutes. By the end of it, we're talking cholesterol levels. Like, it was just Jew to Jew. It was just... But that's such a great connection. Right. No, I mean, she's my people. Yeah. I'm her people. But the end of it, which I love, this is my favorite part, which is not on the podcast, but we're, we're finished. Thank you so much, blah, blah, blah. Right. We're ending, but she hasn't disconnected yet. Her assistant is disconnected. And I hear Barbara say... That was interesting. That was a lot different than all the other interviews I've done. I'm like, this is a woman who's been doing interviews for 50 years, and if she just told me that this that this was different, I'm like, I'm done. That's going to be on my gravestone. This was different. Very interesting. That is great. Do you <laughs> want to know something? That's the one thing I love about... I've always loved interviewing people and talking yeah. to people, and people are... You know, that's the one thing you want to hear, is you want to hear someone say... Oh, that was, you know what? I, yeah, that right. was good. Yeah, I right. like that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. and that's, you know, when, when I interview people, you were talking about me on the carpet earlier, it's like, yes, I'm a journalist. I'm a trained journalist. Right. I was not trained, though, to be a broadcast journalist. I was right. a print. I was a writer. Right. I was in magazines and you, newspapers. Because you worked, yeah, at, you worked at the Daily News. New, you worked at New, yeah. New York Magazine. Yeah. Us Weekly. You know, that was my... That w- that's what I did. Right. That I was your fe- forte. I fell into correspondent work when I was at um, E News. Right. So I don't, 
I don't do the hi. This is Mark Malkin, and yeah. I have big chiclet teeth. Right. You know, I just, oh, thank I God. just, I just talk to people. I yeah. write in them, but I don't have right. the chiclets. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I just talk to them. And thank God you for, don't have the chiclets. Uh, sometimes I'm like, that, that, your gums look like you're in pain. Uh, someone the other day at the Mecca, they're like, Nyeh. I was like, oh my God, <laughs> they're bleeding. I think your gums are bleeding because your chiclets don't fit. That no, yeah, no. no. Thank God, you, you know, yeah. I like it because it's natural. Thanks. All right, so that was that was a truth. Okay, so I'm going to say the lie then is that you were on the high school swim team. You don't think I would be on the swim team, <laughs> fucking bitch? Yeah. I hate sports. Yes, I was in Devil Wears Prada. Yeah, of course. <laughs> That's oh my God, but you... swimming is a gay sport. No, no. I remember in I remember in high school. I got out of swimming and by telling the the uh, the gym teacher that I was allergic to chlorine. And by the way, I went to a New York City public school. We didn't have swimming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's what I was saying. I yeah. was like, I'm going to. No. Yes. As you mentioned before, you actually didn't really come into broadcast journalism mm-hmm. uh, until a, uh, until recently, we'll say. But why no, did you, why did you. Calm down. But why did you why did you initially get into journalism? What was that driving force? So I grew up very poor. I grew up in Howard Beach, Queens, mm-hmm. right near the airport, like right on the landing strip. Like yeah. apartment always shook every time a plane was overhead. Um, our neighborhood was like when the Concorde was coming. You're probably too young for this. The Concorde oh, was coming. What? British Airways, Air France. Right. I know these. So things. the Concorde was coming. Our neighborhood was scared that every time the Concorde would come over our neighborhood, our glass. Our windows would blow out. Right. And there were big protests. Jimmy Carter had to get involved. Anyway, back in the day. So, grew up in Howard Beach. Grew up very poor. Yeah. Um, it's the 80s. My favorite, two favorite shows. Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous and Dynasty. Oh, my God. So, that showed Screaming you where. Screaming homosexual. <laughs> or poor child. <laughs> poor poor child, homosexual. Poor homosexual. <laughs> <laughs> Poor homosexual. <laughs> yeah. So I was going to go to school and I was going to be a lawyer. And my thing was, by the time I'm 21, I'm going to be a millionaire. Yeah. Like, it's so, it's such right. fucked up right. priorities. But anyway, that's what happens when you grow up poor. I went to school. I went to Boston University. I went to school and I took a news writing class freshman year. News writing 101. And you loved it. With Professor Moyes, who's this old, like, cigar-chomping, fedora hat editor of the Boston Herald. And I went home that winter break, and I told my family, I said, I'm transferring into the school of, then the College of Communication. I want to be a newspaper reporter. And they're like, but you're going to be a millionaire by the time you're 21. I'm like, it's not happening. And my grandfather was, my grandpa Irving was very upset. Um... But I just fell in love with writing. I love telling stories. I love finding the story. And I started off um, in newspapers and magazines. And I still love writing. To this day, even in Variety Magazine, I have a column every week or or Variety.com. To see my byline is the, still to this day, is the biggest high. I love it. Like, I can't That's believe it. That's such a it. great thing because you inevitably have accomplished exactly what you've wanted. Yeah, yes, and, and now, yes, and every- no. Like, I would never, so I would never, like I said, I didn't plan a broadcast. You know, there are people who go to journalism school for broadcast journalism right. or print journalism. 
Um, but every let me ask you, and yeah. I, probably, I don't want yeah, to, yeah, okay. but every article you write, it brings you joy. Oh yeah, for the most part. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But then you are then that uh, that yes, age yes. old adage is if you love what you do, you never work a day in your life. No, but I work so fucking hard. Yeah, I know. I know. You, I know. You, you can but hear you it do. Now. I. You know, especially being especially being back in New York. So I'll be in New York. I'll be on a carpet at the Met Gala, right. or I'll go to a premiere here, and I'll see some of the same people I saw when I was first starting out here. You know, thirty years ago, and I yeah, said, you're still doing it. I'm like, I love it. Yeah. Can I ask you something? Yeah. So when, as a young gay, I watched a show and I loved her. I loved this woman so much because there was just something about her that I was like, I want to, I want to not only be friends with her, but she's amazing at what she does. Elsa Clinch. Oh, on I love, oh, I used to watch that like crazy. She I was, yeah. was she just my, passed. I she know. passed. Yeah. She oh, I Saturdays. Yeah. Saturday, Saturday mornings on CNN. And it was it was style with Elsa the Clinch. Clinch. And she just interviewed all the designers and the stars who were at the show. Then it was such a world that you didn't have access to because it was before the internet, it was before social media. So the only thing you knew about these fashion shows was like from photos right. or or Elsa Clinch, yeah. The one thing that I loved about her is that she didn't seem phased. No. By no. celebrities. She didn't seem phased by no. fashion designers. No, and sometimes she she'd didn't... look like she had just woken up. Right. Yeah. <laughs> she, she would... You know what I mean? Like, she, her she, hair yeah, was tasseled. Yeah. And... <laughs> she would just go and she'd be like, you know, she'd ask these people questions and be like, okay, great, thanks. You right. know? But that was it. And that's... There's something about that mentality. I love when that you, you brought up Elsa Klein. It's so good. It's such a good reference point. It's really a good reference. You, you good. That was good. Oh, good, Oscar. I'm, gl I'm glad I made this. <laughs> <laughs> you such a bitch. I'm going to come to LA and I'm going to like, oh my God, Mark, good to see you. And he's like, who is that faggot? Right? <laughs> oh, it's the Elsa Clinch Queen. Oh, it's the Elsa Clinch. It's, it's, what was it? It's uh, Ethel. <laughs> Ethel Streisand's screaming for me again down the street. I swear to God. Mark, it's me. Ethel Streisand. <laughs> All right, so, uh, okay, good. So we're going to move on to the main portion of the okay. podcast, and that is Disappointed. So yeah. my guests come on, and they tell a wild, crazy, embarrassing mm -hmm. dating or hookup story. So, Mark, do you have any disappointing uh, stories you would like to share? I was thinking about that. Yeah. <clears throat> now, one thing about me is I'm in recovery. Okay. So before one gets in recovery, they have a lot of stories. <laughs> okay. But let me tell you something. Even people in, in doesn't matter. Oh, yes. Doesn't matter. Oh, yeah, it yeah, does sure. not matter. No, I can't tell that one. <laughs> I literally, my brain has been on overdrive on this. You know, there was the guy... And to this day, I don't know the truth. I slept with a guy once, and um, <laughs> that narrows it down. <laughs> that's my story. <laughs> and a week later, someone told me he had a wooden leg. What? He had a wooden leg, and I have nothing against people with wooden legs, but I'm like, 
how did I sleep with this guy and not know that his leg was wooden? Do you remember the experience at all? No, because I was probably so drunk. This is before right. I was sober. To this day, I see him. He lives in L.A. now. And I'm like, is that a limp? I don't know. I don't know. This guy may have a wooden leg. And I slept with someone with a wooden leg, and I don't recall it. But I'll tell you another story. This is see, this is going to be bad. It's going to sound bad. Uh, you're like, not only did he get hard, he got hard. He got wood. He's got, he got, he got, he got, he got a lot of wood. Is that wood in your pocket or your leg? Are you happy to see me? Yeah. Yeah. To this day, though, I don't know. And he lives in. He used to live in New York. He lived in New York. We slept together. Now, when we talk, I remember. Like, are we talking kneecap down? Or are we talking entire thing? No, I think it was like more of a kneecap down. Kneecap down. Yeah, but yeah. still, whether it's kneecap or a full thing, how do I not know? I mean, you must have been, either you were so drunk or you didn't take your clothes off. No, we had sex. We had our clothes off. Oh, yeah, you were drunk. Yeah, I mean, you would know if someone had a wooden leg, especially because oh, well, yeah. if you have to lift it. You'd be like, is that a dining room <laughs> a table? You're not a bottom? <laughs> I'm not saying <laughs> that. There's different reasons yeah, exactly. to lift a leg. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, uh, stereotypes. Um, then there was a time. God, it was the East Village. It was probably the cock or boiler room. One of those places. And I picked yeah. someone up. I remember. And he dropped his boxers. And the smell that came out of there. Ugh. I was like, did a rat die in your underwear? Oh, uh, he was probably one of those guys that didn't like to shower. I don't know what it, it was. It was an, it, it was an environmental hazard. <laughs> it, it was it, like, I'm like, mm, mm, and I probably was drinking too. So you add in like your buzz right. and whatever. I was like, I got to go. I don't feel well. And you just run. God, you run so fast. You love that excuse, don't you? <laughs> Feel well. well. It's a Jew excuse. We got <laughs> stomach problems. So very fun. Uh disappointed stories. You know, can I just genuinely say I'm so glad you're here? Oh, thanks. Yeah. I'm so glad you're oh, that's here. Sweet. Yeah. All right, we're gonna move on to the last okay. portion of the podcast, and that oh, yeah, is the, the, wheel. <gasps> the gay this, this DHD is. wheel of QA. So you're going to spin that, and I am going to ask a few questions. And I have to spin it really hard, because I hear when you give people a bad time. You're like, yes. could you spin it? Just spin the fucking wheel. Well, it's a little hard, because this is here, and I'll go like that. No, don't worry. You won't do that. There you go. Is that good? Ooh. Ooh. Right. Someone's a oh, first spinner. Top. <laughs> Someone's a first top. Uh, all right. Number three. Okay. If you could be a fly on the wall at any event throughout history where would you want to be a fly on the wall see i'm thrown off because your last one had this and it was a good one um oh in any event in history i would have been oh i would have loved to have been a fly on the wall at the robert mablethorpe photo shoots really oh yeah ah god i love that era so much fly on the wall at those Mineshaft 
leather things <gasps> flying the wall at studio 54 oh, oh yeah that would have been now that that, that yeah. i really like i miss my calling i should have been <laughs> i should have been it's like the fly on the wall when bianca comes in the fucking horse i know come on that, that's know. not even flying the wall i just want to be there yeah, yeah. all mm. right spin it again oh again yeah really doing over here I'll die laughing at it. It goes on the same one. Number 11. Okay. So... So each number has a question. Yeah. And you have it memorized. Yeah. I have it memorized. Okay. Okay. So if you were an animal that could talk, what animal would you be and why? Oh, a chimpanzee, a monkey. Really? Oh, yes. Why? Because my mom used to call me her little monkey. Oh my God, I love that. My brother was the big baboon and I was the little monkey. Oh my God, that's so and I just, cute. I was just, and I just happened to be on the plane coming here because I was going to do your podcast. I flew from LA. And, um, <laughs> Such a bitch. <laughs> truthful. Metcalfe just happened to be the same time. It was weird. The coincidence. Yeah, it just happened. I mean, like, I just found out about right. it. Like, I landed and I was, I was like, like, what? Oh, the Metcalfe? Oh. Oh, I'm doing Oscar, when do you want me at your apartment? <laughs> um, <laughs> um, and I was watching the Jane Goodell uh, oh. documentary and these monkeys just, I mean, I guess because that's the closest thing to a human, so yeah. that would be cool. Who... And I won't, and I'll, you can tell me, and I, I don't have to put it on the podcast, but it's solely up to you. Who is the most diva person you've ever talked to? I knew you were going to ask something like this. Um, people ask me this kind of question all the time. And I have to tell you, in my most recent years yeah. of uh, my career, I haven't had anything bad. Really. Yeah, I mean, there's diva behavior like Rihanna at the Met Gala the other night. An hour and a half late. Hour and a half? Who told you an hour and a half? So much longer than that. Was it really? Didn't what's her name? Uh, what's her name? Uh, she came on. Uh, what was the other rapper Cardi B arrived at what eight forty five, and then they arrived at what ten fifteen? Yeah, the carpet ends at eight thirty. Yeah. So yeah, I guess it's like probably about an hour, hour and a half. Yeah. I'm like, there literally there were people leaving. The gala was ending when Rihanna showed up. Yeah. And I was like, girl, come on. Yeah. Like, it's. Didn't she do that the last time too? It's her thing. So it's like become a thing, but it's, then it's the press deciding whether we stay or not. We stayed and that's when the cockroach, I don't know if you followed the cockroach saga. The cockroach shows up, flies onto the carpet, hits my cameraman in the head. Then cockroach disappears, and then the cockroach was on the carpet, and that's me screaming in every video that's gone around the world. Get a photo of the cockroach. Every video. Get a photo of the cockroach. Get a photo. Get a photo. Ke- to the one of the world's most famous celebrity photographers, my friend Kevin Mazer. Mark, I I'm so glad you came and did the podcast. This was. Absolutely amazing. Is there anything that you're doing coming up that you and you, you know you can let the people know? I mean, obviously they'll see you on the red carpet. Yeah, I mean, continue there, on the red carpet. I right. have my podcast called Just for Variety. Right, right, right. I have my column Just for Variety. Yes. Um, and now that podcast Just Just for Variety is streaming on all platforms. Yeah, all platforms. Okay. You get it. Um, yeah. You know, it's pretty celebrity driven. Okay. Um, and. 
then it's, you know, we're in the middle of the writer's strike. So, yeah. you know, hopefully I'll be back for the Tony Awards. But yeah. the big question is, will the Tony Awards happen with the writer's strike? Yeah. Because who's going to write the Tony Awards if the writers are on strike? Um, so that's really sort of um, the big question. And yeah. then um, hopefully I'll take some vacation this summer and I'll let oh you know God. I'm going on vacation. Do it. I know. Mark, thanks so much for coming. Uh, thank you, everybody, for taking a listen. Share with your friends. Subscribe. Uh, I uh, I love you guys. I love my uh, I love my fans. Uh, have an absolutely fabulous week. Bye bye. <laughs>